Coffee with the editor. I am joined by Rob Hayworth. He is the CEO of Unitrans Africa. And uh, if you've been reading the Weekly Railways Africa magazine, you would have seen a news announcement recently. Unitrans Africa and getting into the rail space. Unitrans Africa was born three years ago when we split from our South African equivalent and moved to to a focused company looking on the businesses outside of South Africa. So we've got a Unitrans South Africa and we've got a Unitrans Africa. And we were always predominantly a, a fuel business with some mining services and then agricultural services. Uh, spread across 10 countries, including South Africa, because we've got sort of depot in Johannesburg that launches to, to the other regions. Particularly with our fuel logistics businesses that focus on just one commodity was a big risk for us. So we started exploring other alternatives. Um, and we looked at moving into other normal traditional road haulage, which we already knew, but it was even more sort of highlighted was the extreme border congestion. The amount of trucks on the road is just growing exponentially. So we as an organization said, we need to find an alternative that's going to, first of all, provide a efficient service to service the continent. And in line with our strategy to accelerate Africa's growth, bring finished goods in and take export um, raw materials out and do that efficiently and safely across the, the various countries. So we started engaging with several players across the region. We settled on one corridor from Matola to Harare with the opportunity to expand it into to Zambia or into Botswana, wherever the need would be. But we wanted to really just focus on one consolidated corridor and refine that service to the best possible levels that we can. So it's been a project that's been going on for almost two years. Um, and we've, we finally got it off the ground in, in June with, with the great help of our partners, um, CFM, NRZ and Traction. Um, and we've really built a, a strong relationship with Jamie Oli from Traction. And I think what we're gonna see going forward is that relationship going from strength to strength and our service levels and offerings growing exponentially. We believe that the rail solutions across Africa have got to be refined, but they're, they're an untapped gem that'll service this continent and take it to the next level. It's not without its challenges, which we were aware of. You know, we, we're up for it and we, we believe that we can work well with our partners and, and build something that's really going to be meaningful and hopefully take some pressure off of the, the, the borders and the, and the road network. So tell me how the service is structured, how many trains you're running, how you kind of integrated with CFM and NRZ. We, we purchased specially designed wagons that give a, the ability to, when you're moving containers or, or um, isotainers up with fuel or, or liquid goods, it's got capacity on either end to bring down some finished goods, copper to other heavy minerals, It'll give you full utilization of the train up and down. We've partnered with Bucks Logistics and um, Maersk in Harare, and we've, we've partnered with CFM and NRZ. So we've put tractions locomotives in Harare or Zimbabwe, and they will pull our wagons through to the Mozambique border, and then we'll change over, and CFM's locos will then take the wagons through to, to DP World. We've also put tracking devices on all of the, the wagons, so we will give, we'll have real-time view or sight of every wagon and the commodities that are moving up and down. 
So our customers will be able to log on, see where their container is at any point in time in its journey. And I say the first five trains have run well ahead of what we were expecting. Problem free, even, even with small derailment from not from our train, but with the train previous to us, the delays were still well within what we'd estimated. So we're very excited about this. Still very young. We've just literally done five trains. And I think as it grows in, in the next few months, we're going to see something really exciting. So are you allowed to discuss your growth plans? We'd love to get this up to, in the short term, up to five dedicated trains of 27 wagons that we will expand into Botswana and Zambia over the next three to four years, utilizing the traction locals. And ideally, we want to run end to end, so don't couple at the borders. We will, as we go through, without demeaning the CFM services or their business, we want to add or complement to their businesses and uniquely with NRZ. It's going to be which commodities are going to be the right ones? What is it containers? Is it bulk materials? Those are still being defined and, and identified. But the, the, the big secret is providing a service that is efficient. So we wanted a reliable, dedicated train that our customers know on that time, the train will be there in full and and, um, and then it'll return. And they'll know, so on, on a Monday at 10 o'clock, the train leaves. On a Tuesday at 12 o'clock, it arrives or whatever the case may be. The partnership though that you have with Traction, that's obviously for the lease of the locomotives. So how is that structured? As I said, we've, we've worked very, very well with Jamie. And, and, and I think without the assistance of Traction and James Valley, it would, it would have been a lot different. I think it would be a lot more difficult. What he's provided for us is really high quality locomotives, well-trained locomotive operators, um, and then trained the NRZ employees and, and operators as well. So that worry of having a locomotive breakdown or, or not functioning is removed immediately. So we think that going forward, that relationship will expand into more and more locomotives. So we. We've, we've planned on having just the two locomotives at, at this point, but that business we believe will, will expand. Um, James is, is very keen to build our partnership into other areas. So other, other countries, other, um, other corridors that we can, we can work well together. The other big advantage is now with our road haulage fleet, we, we operate now a complete intermodal solution. So from last mile, first mile, and then going down to the shipping lines. Do you do like the storage and warehousing as well? At this point, no, Philippa, we, we, we're partnering with companies like DP World or Books Logistics, Musk, but that's part of the plan that we will explore. And it'll be commodity by commodity. The other big advantage is that a lot of this was involved, we goes across where most of our agricultural customers are. So we've got customers in, in Mozambique, in Malawi, in Zambia. So this is the, the, the direct link to all of our customers. So they're all in the sugar industry and it's moving things like fertilizers and sugar back and those sort of things. So those are the sort of focal points that we're going to be looking at. Okay, so end-to-end -end is quite important. You touched on something earlier and I'm not sure I quite understood when you said you, you're a breakaway from Unitrans. There was a Unitrans USC Logistics, which was a South African business, that we were all part of that. What transpired or what happened was we had a BE deal structured in South Africa. We as Unitrans Africa, the, the nine countries that we're operating in, 
were all wholly owned by Cup, Cup Industrial, which is our parent company. And now we had 50% or 57% ownership with BE partners in South Africa, an important function that we needed to split the two. It was also the intention of Cup, by separating the two, there would be a lot of focus on Unitrans Africa. What happened was because of Unitrans being the home base, the focus on growing the African portfolio was, wasn't where it should be. So now we've got a dedicated team on really accelerating our services and expanding our business into other areas and to grow. And we, we've already seen tremendous opportunities arise from that. Despite of COVID, we've, we've continued to operate well and our service levels are, are building as we go. I'm very excited that with the noise and the discussions that are in the media at the moment around um, open access in South Africa and many of the other countries. I think once this happens, the this horrific long border queues and all the tragic tragedies on the roads and trucks burning, that will be dissipated completely or hopefully will be reduced significantly. Africa is screaming out for an, a really meaningful professional rail service. And I think there's a lot of really good players out there that can, can assist with that. I'm looking forward to the day that that, that service is, is opened up across, across the region, um, Sub-Saharan Africa. And I think we're gonna see some exciting times once it happens. Okay. Well, I wish you all the best and I hope you go from strength to strength. And the next time we chat, I hope it's to tell me that you've you know, got more locos and a whole new network and you're doing well. Thank you very much, Philippa.